0: Welcome to Political Beatdown. I'm Ben Myselish, joined by the one and only Michael Cohen. We've got a lot to discuss. I normally do an intro where I list all the topics, but we got to get right into it because Michael Cohen, you made big news last week. I heard on Friday first, not here on the Midas Touch Network, some other media sources had to tell me that you were in the process of reaching a resolution in your lawsuit against donald trump that was supposed to go to trial beginning of this week jury selection completed last week so i want the brigaders to hear it first there may be limitations in what it is you can and, and can say but what can you share michael cohen with the brigaders let's just get
1: right oh, into it
2: other than <laughs> Yeah, other than just to turn around and to say that the matter settled, you know, the terms are um, confidential, unfortunately, but they are confidential. Uh, let me say this. I, like so many people, wanted to see this case go to trial. I've been dreaming about this case going to trial for four long years. Um, unfortunately, you know, trial preparation, as you know, Ben, is uh, It's more than just what you want. And, you know, rest assured, everybody keeps, as soon as the information came out, um, everybody was, oh, congratulations, congrats. Let me be very clear about something. Uh, I'm satisfied, but I'm not happy about it. I, again, would have liked to have had Don Jr. on the stand. I would have liked to have had others on the stand. Um, only, Only for... I hate to say it, the shock value of what it would have been worth more so, but there's underlying circumstances. Thursday night, uh, the phone call came in to me very late that my lawyer was contacted by Trump's folks and back and forth until ultimately on Friday, um, a resolution to the case um, ended up obviously taking place in the matter uh, resolved, but for long years. I will tell you what it does turn around and say, and I said it on my, on my Twitter account and on my Threads account. If you want to fight with Donald Trump, you know that right off the bat, you're going to have to be in the matter for the long haul. You're going to fight for years. In this specific case, you had motion after motion after motion. And finally, on, I think it was either the third or fourth motion to dismiss, the judge ultimately granted their motion to dismiss on the most cockamamie, uh, you know, rationale behind it. So we filed an appeal. I mean, you can imagine how much time gets invested into a case like this. We file an appeal and the appellate court in the first department comes back, the first circuit, and five to nothing overturn it and remand the case back to the judge uh, who had the case judge Joel Cohen decent decent guy all right uh, just it was a mistake the way he saw the case completely inaccurate okay now we get there and we're ready for pre trial conference 7 motions in limine something we talked about here on the on the political beatdown 7 and all 7 dismissed. So then we have another pretrial conference. You could imagine how much again work. The point is that if you fight Trump to the very, very end, he knows when he's wrong and his folks know when he's wrong. And the ultimate result is that they end up settling. And that's what happened here.
0: And so is it officially settled now? I saw that the settlement was in the works case over dismissed at this point.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was before the court, and right now there's just documents that are being prepared uh, and so on. But the matter is, for all intents and purpose, um, it's over, and the case is settled. And I
0: know you can't go into the terms, but there's no broad non-disparagement provision that would prevent you from criticizing Donald Trump and other matters, is there?
2: No, no. I mean, this specifically has to do with the outstanding legal obligations uh, that were created in, in the release. Like in all general releases, neither party acknowledges responsibility or culpability or any wrongdoing. However, to avoid the trial, you know, the you know, the yeah, language yeah, yeah. that's used in these. But general there's releases. nothing preventing and I don't you ever. Care.
0: There's nothing preventing you from saying, for example, that in any other area that Donald Trump's a traitor, correct? I mean, you can say that.
2: No, there's no gag order on me for this. Uh, <laughs> I could assure you that that would <laughs> never have settled if there's going to be a gag order on me. Um, okay. They couldn't get a gag or- order on me when they were remanding me back to Otisville unconstitutionally. Right. They're certainly not going to do it over money. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that, that's just not going to happen. Tell us about. But it just goes to show you know, I think that there's more, Ben, here um, for the brigaders, for the political beatdown brigaders, and for the country to show you that Donald Trump does not win all the time. In fact, as we've seen, Donald Trump seems to be losing a whole lot more often than he wins. Uh, We saw, for example, in the electoral, you know, litigation that went on, 60 actions were brought. Uh, you know, right after Trump lost the election, and then he also lost all 60 of those actions. Uh, You know, like I said, uh, he lost to E. Carroll, and I predict that he will lose to E. Carroll again. Uh, You know, there's a lot to talk about in terms of his losing, right? Uh, And one of the things that I ultimately learned after we were all together on Thursday is that with the southern district of miami case trump is going to be uh required to appear for a deposition within 45 days from last thursday and that's going to be a very interesting deposition uh you know how much of it i will be able to share whether i'll be able to share uh you know specific quotes and statements, or the entire video deposition. I don't know that's something that the judge is working through right now based upon confidentiality and privilege. I don't personally see where there should be any, but then again, I'm not the judge, uh, and I respect whatever the judge's determination is. If they allow us to use the tape uh, or to disseminate the tape, you could imagine. Uh, Ben, you and I will have a lot. Uh, to be discussing. And Salty will be making many, many clips out of that, what I expect to be up to a seven-hour deposition.
0: Well, if it's possible, as, as a member of the media now, I may file a petition to be able to be there in my capacity, not as a lawyer, but as a member of the public that is very interested in that. And speaking of what I think members of the public are very interested in as well, and it's something that you pointed out. Like last week, and we talked about this on Political Beatdown, Donald Trump lost like three major motions and three major things in three different courts, right? He lost in two federal courts in the Southern District of New York. He tried to get that case removed that was filed by the Manhattan District Attorney, by the way. It all intersects with political beatdown where you're one of the key witnesses uh, for 34 felony counts for making the hush money payments to an adult film actress. It's always funny talking about that while I (laughs) co-host this show with you. But Trump tried to get the case removed from uh, the Manhattan State Court to federal court, he lost that motion. And not only that, but the federal judge Hellerstein was basically like the DA put on substantial evidence of the underlying crime, right? Donald mm-hmm. Trump also lost a big petition to the Georgia Supreme Court where they rejected this petition to try to stall what Fulton County DA Phoney Willis was doing, both on procedural grounds and on the merits. And Donald Trump also asked for a motion for new trial in the E. Jean Carroll case, basically pretending that he had won the case. And Judge Lewis Kaplan slapped him down. And one of the things that Ted Lieu, Democratic Congress member, did today, which I thought was particularly powerful, he went to the House floor right before we went on live today on Political Beatdown, and he read Judge Kaplan's order. It was a powerful moment, but it also shows how disgusting Donald Trump is how vile this individual is and the fact that the Republican party supports this man what do you Here, mean, it's not just support
2: of- hold on Ben it's not just support the guy is going to be I and mean, he is the presumptive man. nominee in 2024 representing the Republican party and you know I have um upcoming up, uh, uh Harry Littman on Maya Culpa, my the other podcast. Harry's great. And Harry is sitting there, he loves you too by the way. And Harry's sitting there smacking himself in the head and saying, I just don't understand the stupidity of these people. I don't understand how they can support a twice impeached, twice soon to be, thrice indicted, a sexual um assault offender. You know, uh, you know, insurrectionist dot the dot the he goes i don't understand where these people are you know where these people are at where their head is at what they're thinking because none of it makes any sense if you start to is there not somebody else that the republican party can look to for guidance for um you know for you know for uh a possibility of presidential win. I mean, the best that they can do is somebody who is morally bankrupt. I don't I don't get it. And neither did Harry. And actually, neither does almost anybody that seems to have some sechel, that have some brains in their head. I mean, these 70 million people that voted for him, okay, look, let's even assume that it's not 70 anymore because he has lost popularity. There's no doubt about that the question becomes how much popularity has he lost? Um, Even if it's 50%, that's still 35 million people that are indoctrinated into the cult of Donald J. Trump and have no ability whatsoever to extricate themselves from it. It makes no sense.
0: Here is Congressmember Ted Lieu reading the federal judge's opinion in the Southern District of New York about Donald Trump's conduct regarding E. Jean Carroll. Play the clip. One minute. On July 19th,
3: 2023, Federal Judge Lewis Kaplan rejected Donald Trump's request for a new trial and confirmed that Donald Trump raped E. Jean Carroll. I'm gonna submit this court ruling into the congressional record, and now I'm gonna read you what the judge found. On page 43, the judge wrote, Ms. Carroll testified that the sexual assault, the rape of which she accused Mr. Trump involved especially painful forced digital penetration. The judge further writes, the testimony of the outcry witnesses, Ms. Birnbach and Ms. Martin, corroborated the essence of Ms. Carroll's account of a violent, traumatic sexual assault. On page 44, the judge wrote, the jury's finding of sexual abuse therefore necessarily implies that it found that Mr. Trump forcibly penetrated her vagina. The judge further writes, in other words, that he raped her. I yield back.
4: For what purpose does the gentlewoman from Iowa seek recognition?
0: He read the court opinion into the record. That is what a federal judge found. That is what a jury of Donald Trump's peers found, that Donald Trump's lawyer, Joe Takapina, participated in the selection of that jury. That was a case where Donald Trump came up with some fake reasons why he had to be in Scotland and Ireland while the trial was taking place. The judge said, well, we'll give you an extension if you want to come and testify, even though your counsel rested, you have free reign to testify. Trump refused to testify, and to your point, Eugene Carroll prevailed because her lawyers put on evidence, facts, and when you present the facts to juries devoid of the disinformation chamber that's out there on Fox and all this right-wing media, Over and over and over again, the juries come back and find that these criminals are criminals.
2: So, Ben, my question to you, what was the purpose of Ted Lieu standing up today on the floor of the House and reading Judge Kaplan's decision into the record? What was the purpose of it? What does he intend to do? post-reading and grandstanding by putting this into the record. See, this is the whole problem. And if I can, I'd like to just remind you of something. All right? On July 24th of 2020, all right? All right, July 24th. You see the old name there, Ted Lou? All right, July 24th of 2020, he sends a letter to Michael Horowitz, Department of Justice, Office of the Inspector General, in my case, and then blah, blah, blah. He goes into a whole thing, which I don't even know what the beginning is even about. But unfortunately, we have now learned that DOJ imprisoned Michael Cohen because he wanted to exercise his First Amendment rights. This is Ted Lieu and Hakeem Jeffries. During a July 23rd hearing on the circumstances surrounding Mr. Cohen's imprisonment, Judge Alvin Hellestein found, and I quote, The purpose of transferring Mr. Cohen from furlough and home confinement to jail is retaliatory, and it's retaliation because of his desire to exercise his First Amendment right to publish a book and discuss anything about the book or anything else he wants on social media and with others. Judge Helstein then ordered the Federal Bureau of Prisons to release Mr. Cohen, all right, to home confinement. That's July 24th of 2020. So on the same notion, what do you think's come out of that letter? The answer is absolutely nothing. And then until I was on, uh, I think it was, if I'm not, it was either Alex Witt or Nicole Wallace, where they had Ted Lew on right after me, she decides to ask him a question. And this is a really important point. Because this is why the brigade is the single most important thing right now. So on July—I'm sorry—on January 19th of 2022, 18 months later, they finally received from Michael Horowitz a response to Ted Lou and to Hakeem Jeffries. Dear Representatives Lou and Jeffries, and he goes, "I'm writing in response to your letter dated July 24th of 2020." In which you requested the Department of Justice, Office of Inspector General, investigate allegations that then Attorney General William Barr and the Federal Bureau of Prisons improperly deprived Michael Cohen of his freedom in retaliation for exercising his First Amendment rights under the United States Constitution. Then Michael Horowitz goes on to say, my apologies for failing to respond more promptly to your letter. More promptly? A year and a half? Give me a fucking break. All right? So my question, my question I'm trying to figure out is great. He stood up, he read it into the record. We all, anybody who's following politics today knew about Judge Kaplan's decision. It's not new. It's not that without um, Ted Lieu reading it into the record that all of a sudden, you know, nobody would have known exactly what Trump did and what he was charged with, where the $5 million came and is going to. So my question is, what is Ted Lieu going to do about it? He read it into the record. Good. Now what? What happens next?
0: You know, I'm not sure if, first off, if all of the American people know that Judge Kaplan reached that conclusion because there is a lot of disinformation out there. If you're watching Fox, if you're watching some of the other networks, I don't think you know. You you may have known about the jury verdict, but then I'm sure you also heard from all of the MAGA Republicans saying all of the lies that they spread. Oh, it's a New York jury. It was rigged. It was unfair. So I think the actual order and the words and reading those words um, and what a federal judge actually said, I think is powerful. But let's talk about what else is going on today, though. And this grandstanding
2: just has this grandstanding by all of them on both sides of the aisle has to stop. And what we actually need is not grandstanding, no more of the bullshit. What we actually need is we need our members of Congress to do something about the things that they want to talk about. Plain and simple.
0: You know, you and I have respectful disagreements on political beatdown. I don't think that the grandstanding on both sides is a both sides thing at all. I think you have MAGA Republicans who don't grandstand what they do is they lie every day about fake things about President Biden and fake things about Hunter Biden and fake things about Mayorkas. And every single day they come up with fake whistleblowers. They're making alliances with oligarchs connected with Putin and and Chinese spies to try to overthrow our democracy. You've got MAGA Republicans, if you want to talk about fascist grandstanding, they're out there sending congressional delegations to sing songs with the January 6th insurrectionists in prisons and whining that even though the January 6th prisoners, most of them have been convicted and others have gotten their due process rights. They say that they're being treated unfairly when they're not being treated unfairly and they're doing let's go branded chants together and coming up with anthems together. There's a big difference between that, in my opinion, respectfully than Ted Lieu saying that this is what a judge just issued and and, 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 By
2: the way, yeah. no problem. Now go ahead and do something about it. No point in talking about something unless you're prepared to act. Let and me ask you this, though. Effectuate a result.
0: Let me ask you this, though. What as the fact that Democrats are in the minority in the House of Representatives, meaning right. they don't control the hearings? They have limited time based on their role, that they really can't bring bills to the floor the way they could. They don't have, you know, ranking. They don't have rather committee assignments where they can control things. What is it? He's not a prosecutor, so he doesn't have the ability to bring charges. You know, he is a single member of the House of Representatives in the minority who can use the. His main power is he could go to the House floor, and on the committee hearings, they can push back against the MAGA Republican agenda, but the Republicans control the House now, Democrats control the Mm -hmm. Senate, and if you want to know what they can do, what someone like Ted Lieu can do, look what he did when Democrats controlled both the House and the Senate, and you got things passed like the PACT Act, and the CHIPS Act, and the Inflation Reduction Act, and the Infrastructure Act and the american rescue plan and all of the things that have led to very positive development so i, I hear you but i also I'm just trying think it's to
2: figure a- out what was I'm just trying to figure out what was the purpose and you know what uh, there needs to be a purpose other than just reading something into the record for you know for fuck's sake it makes that's that's my that's my opinion
0: and 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 here though the context of why, why was that said today Right, What is happening today? Why he would say this is who Donald Trump is? Well, today you have the MAGA Republicans rolling out a plan for the impeachment of President Joe Biden. I want to show you Kevin McCarthy earlier in the day, what he said on Fox, or you may have said this last night, but then going into the day, you had Marjorie Taylor Greene and others as part of this plan, because Donald Trump ordered them to do this to do the expungement of Donald Trump's impeachment, even though that's not even a thing, there is no such thing as an expungement of an impeachment, as well as to impeach President Biden. Here's Kevin McCarthy last night on Hannity, claiming that the Mm -hmm. evidence-free allegations against Joe Biden are quote, rising to the level of an impeachment inquiry. Play this clip.
1: If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. but. This is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed, because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight.
0: Here is Marjorie Taylor Greene on the House floor today um, demanding that Congress immediately move to impeach Biden and expunge Trump's two impeachments. Play this clip of Marjorie Trader Greene.
3: And it continues on. What I'm demanding is that the Republican-led House of Representatives move forward on an impeachment inquiry on Joe Biden. Because this type of corruption should never be allowed to stand. We must expunge President Trump's wrongful impeachments, and we must impeach Joe Biden. I yield back, Mr. Speaker.
0: One more I want to show you, Cohen. Here is Maga Republican. Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Lordy. Here is Maga Republican Ralph Norman. This was all part of the plan. Donald Trump ordered them to do this today and this is what the republicans were doing today play this clip of MAGA republican ralph norman
5: it's not accountability now for the highest office holder in the land when is it going to be so um he's right to do it and i think he's going to continue and i i think
2: at the end of the day he will be impeached
0: cohen your thoughts
2: (sighs) of course you know they control as you stated the house so they will draft articles of impeachment there is no doubt about it it's something that we've all uh known was going to happen just as soon as the house uh became you know uh republican and that's why of course like here on the beatdown and on our other you know podcasts we always talk about vote blue make sure that this doesn't happen what are they going to impeach biden on the answer is nothing and once, even if they do draft articles of impeachment, and they go ahead and they do their, they do their dog and pony show for, you know, their furor for Donald, uh you know, to show how loyal that they all are. At the end of the day, of course, you know, the Senate is not going to vote to impeach Joe Biden. First of all, there is no impeachable offense. uh, It's going to be an Interesting trial, you know, despite what Marjorie Toilet-Green has to say, it's not the same thing. You know, you don't have Joe Biden doing anything and all of the attacks. Oh, Hunter Biden, he was getting money from Burisma, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, his laptop, the sex tape, blah, blah, blah. That's Hunter Biden we're not voting for hunter biden to be president in 2024 so the the notion that they're going to attach hunter biden to joe biden is stupid but then again they need something to hang you know to hang their hats on and this is the closest that they can get you're right joe biden is doing a fantastic fantastic job and he, he's doing as good a job as anybody possibly could under the circumstances, and that's a problem for this radical group of lunatics that are trying to destroy our democracy. And again, it's why Ben, you and I—how many times will we say it? And I'll say it a million more. As long as you know our brigaders do what's necessary, make sure everybody that you know is uh, you know is registered to vote, make sure that. Uh, Come the primaries, make sure come election, the general election, that you're out there in force, you know, voting, making sure that this isn't even close. You know, people think that the last election was a massive landslide. Well, if you look only at the electoral college, you're right. It was an absolute ass kicking. It was the same ass kicking that Donald had against Hillary Clinton four years earlier. Here's the difference, though. If you look to see the number of votes that swung in uh, Biden's favor over Trump, which is what gave Biden the take-all the electoral votes, it's only like it's less than hundred thousand votes in uh, in four or five states. That's not big enough. Our democracy cannot sustain in uh, four years. Another four years of a Donald Trump or a a Ron DeSantis or a Donald Trump 2.0. And that's why we need to make sure that nothing, nothing stops a landslide victory, not electoral, but popular vote and electoral vote in
0: 2024. And let's remember, you know, the House of Representatives, they vote to impeach. Then there has to be a trial in the Senate and the Senate is the ultimate body that would vote to convict. And so I think that we're going to that, that if MAGA Republicans pursue this, it's going to look like all of these hearings that have backfired on them miserably. It's going to be that on steroids because the MAGA Republicans are going to have to put forward these witnesses: their fake whistleblowers, their Chinese spies, their Russian oligarchs, and you know the the one thing that where I disagreed with you earlier, I think more Americans don't know what's going on. And when they watch the media or they turn on their local news or they turn on a large media, they just hear, oh, you know, you got Democrats, you've got Republicans, and there's just so much division going on in this country. And they don't realize that if you remove the politics, you've got on the Democratic side, people who are just far more qualified and experienced and people who just know what they're doing. And then you have people on the Democratic side who are actually, and by the way, I don't agree with Democrats on on everything, nor, nor should we, but they're actually doing things about issues that should matter most to you all, like jobs and education and healthcare and issues very important to seniors and students and veterans and our military and towards equality for a woman's right to control their body. That's what Democrats are talking about. And MAGA Republicans are showing dick pics of Hunter Biden. I don't think Americans are getting the full picture. And one of the things I'm glad that we have this massive platform, we're currently number one in all of YouTube on news right now, in the entire world right now, thanks to the Brigaders. So I know that there's a thirst and a hunger for data for an evidence driven approach. And people who have tuned in already, they go, hey, Cohen and Ben don't agree on everything. They have civil disagreements. They have great debates. But ultimately, where we agree on is we got to fight for our democracy. What
2: we agree on, we agree that democracy needs to continue, that this incredible experiment called democracy is the greatest. It's it's the greatest form that the world has seen when it comes to how we should be interacting with one another. And when you have somebody with autocratic personality disorder, somebody who wants to be the Mohammed Ben Salman, the Vladimir Putin, the Kim Jong-un of the United States of America, I have a fundamental problem with that. A man who turns around and says he wants to rewrite the constitution. What in fucking crayon? On a, on what? On a napkin, right? That was sat underneath his Diet Coke. Seriously? Donald Trump is going to rewrite the Constitution? Can you imagine how crazy that is? is a thought that he comes out and turns and says to everybody, I will be your vengeance. I will be your retribution. What do you think that that means to people like me? What do you think, Ben, that that means to people like you or any one of the people that will be on Donald Trump's hit list? And that hit list will be long. It will be long. And if we're going to allow somebody who wants to create a hit list for critics, right, and, you know, and he has ultimate power and authority and he's going to grant himself even more power and more authority based upon rewriting the Constitution, I don't see a democracy I don't see that as a democracy. That to me sounds exactly like an autocracy. And I and, and I'm not being hyperbolic either at the moment. I'm being fa- I'm I'm being fact-driven. It's not my words, it's Donald's words. And what we're doing is we put his words together to come to you, the brigaders, to help us so that we can help the country, plain and simple.
0: You know, and I think what are they going to do to marginalize groups? What are they going to do to minorities? We know that woke is all a pretext for their racist, fascist agenda to go after minorities and to take away freedoms from marginalized groups and to affirmatively attack people and to not give people the equality in the direction that our country has been going in. That's what they are doing there. We still got a lot to discuss. I'm really, I'm having like. I'm loving these discussions right now that we're having me, you, the brigaders. I'm, I'm watching what's going on in the chat as well. Um, also just want to mention as well, you got the Michael Cohen legal defense fund. We talked about some of his cases at the outset in the description. Um, you could contribute to Cohen's legal defense fund. There it is at the firewall All those funds go to, uh, the defense of Cohen in the $500 million case Donald Trump filed against him. Thank you everybody for doing that. Also, um, you may be seeing some of those emojis. We just got a Brett emoji. We got a Jordan emoji. We got a political beatdown emoji. We got a Karen Freeman Magnifico emoji. Um, we don't have outside investors here at the Midas Touch Network. So one of the ways we build this platform is through the memberships on YouTube. That's that dollar sign. You can buy memberships, gift memberships. Um, no pressure if you can't. Uh, but that's how you do it with that dollar sign. We're going to take a quick break, but we have a lot to discuss. What Special Counsel Jack Smith up to? Are indictments imminent? I want to talk. About about a letter that the Department of Justice sent to Jim Jordan, uh, that and more. Let's take a quick break.
1: Ben is here. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night these sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7 percent of bacterial growth leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. And get this, miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash beat to try Miracle-Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo, Beat, at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash BEAT and use the code BEAT to claim your free three piece towel set and save over 40%. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash beat to treat yourself. Thank you Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. And now let's
4: take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Fume. Cold turkey, it may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your wacky neighbor or some sketchy message board. We're talking about our sponsor Fume and they look at the problem in a different way. Now, not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. The first time I used Fume, I was shocked at how flavorful and fresh it tasted. Now, it's easy to hold and perfectly balanced and quite honestly, extremely fun to fidget with. The real wood material and sleek design definitely classes it up and I feel pretty darn cool holding it. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. And there's no reason that can't be you. Head to tryfume.com and use code BEAT to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use code BEAT to save an additional 10% off your order today.
0: Welcome back to Political Beatdown, Ben Mycellus and Michael Cohen. You know, when I said how I thought that impeachment investigation's going to backfire, I love showing this clip because. I think this member of Congress is such a superstar, Raja Krishnamurthy who's been on the show before. And this cross-exam he did of these fake whistleblowers just goes to show you, in my opinion, how these MAGA Republicans just basically distort kind of the time-space continuum to basically uh, validate their conspiracy theories, right? Like they talk about things that happen when Trump was in office and then criticized President Biden for weaponizing the government in like April of 2020. And they don't get pushback when they spread this on Fox. So you'll see complaints and, and things like, oh, look, here were the complaints. And then you'll see what happens when these fake whistleblowers are confronted with reality, a Harvard-educated lawyer and Raja krishnamurthy Democratic member of Congress. Here, watch this clip
5: you were concerned about the complexities of the election cycle and potential delays that arose in connection with the election cycle. You said at page 23, and I remember there were always times where we were always on an impending election cycle. It was always the elections being brought up in early 2020. It was the presidential primaries. Now, sir, Joe Biden was not the president at that time either, was he?
4: I mean, the answer to your question is, no, he was not. But I don't see where you referenced it in my, tra- you know, for Page me to follow 23.
5: You're talking about how the election cycle is delaying decisions by the prosecution. And it turns out that the delay oh. in the election cycle was happening at a time when Joe Biden was not the president.
4: I'm sorry, sir. That's in Special Agent Ziegler's transcript. That's why I couldn't find it. So,
5: so Mr. Ziegler... And you shared concerns about delays related to the election cycle. But at that time, Joe Biden was not the president.
2: I believe at that time he was the nominee for president. 920,
5: 920. But, well, he was not the president, was he? Uh, it, I, it's just a simple question, sir.
2: Can you rephrase the what, the, what time?
5: Joe Biden the, was not the president in the presidential primaries York. in 2020. Correct. That is correct. <laughs> sir, finally, Mr. Shapley. You said that warrants were ready as soon as April 2020 to begin searching for records, but actions weren't taken with regard to those warrants. Again, Joe Biden was not the president in April 2020,
4: was he? So I'm confused by your line of questioning. We're talking about an election to which uh, now President Biden was a part of. So he didn't have to be the president to have election meddling.
5: No, but the question is this. Was he the president at that time in April
4: 2020? The, 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 it's been asked and answered. And
5: what's the answer, sir?
4: The elect. The, elect the answer
5: is yes or no.
4: Is no. That, Thank you. And, Thank uh, you.
2: I wheeled back. Mr.
4: Hit a little beatdown. <laughs> the answer is.
2: I mean, seriously, it reminds me of like Porky Pig. Right. Who's sitting there and it's like, you know, and Jim Jordan is exactly the same way when he's lying to, you know, to his constituents or when he's in front of the camera and he's lying, uh, you know, to tell, you know, to um, the viewership. It is amazing to me. What Raja did there. I had him on um, Maya Culpa as well. He is so brilliant and he was so precise in the questioning that he knew he was going to ask these two bullshit artists. And you know what? Shame on them. In fact, if Somebody should go ahead and refer them for a thousand and one violation of lying to Congress because that's what they're doing. This is all part of the scheme of the GOP to try to bloody up Joe Biden because Donald Trump is going to get indicted again any day soon, three times and then. And then let's not forget, there's going to be a fourth. So you'll have two federal indictments and two state indictments. This is unprecedented in not just U.S. history. I think this is unprecedented in the entire world's history. There's never been a leader of any country who has been indicted four times. I mean, this is absolutely absurd that he's still the front runner of the GOP. And I'm just I'm dumbfounded by the whole thing.
0: Well, I was nervous for a second that you were gonna give those two fake whistleblowers the two-finger salute, but I know in your mind, they were not worth it. I'm gonna show you someone who may be worth it right now because Alina Haba, who is now Donald Trump's spokesperson, no longer his lawyer after being sanctioned close to a million dollars and losing all of the other cases. Whenever an indictment is imminent, like the past one with the theft of uh, the, the records at Mar-a-Lago, the classified records, she'll go and say things like the Espionage Act. Nobody knows what the Espionage Act is. Yeah, yeah people do. Well, she, does she doesn't. She doesn't know <laughs> because,
2: she's, because she's a parking garage attorney. I mean, that's what she does. She handles parking garages. So maybe, yes, yeah, she wouldn't know the Espionage Act unless she looked it up. So,
0: one of the things that uh, Fawny Willis, Fulton County District Attorney, is likely going to be charging Donald Trump with is a RICO or racketeering charge for a common plan and scheme, a common enterprise, a broader conspiracy that took place to interfere with the election in Georgia um, through various means and methods and conduits, right? And, you know, there's a broad conspiracy that took place. But here is Alina Haba in an interview that she just gave where she tells the uh, interviewer, I think on uh, Newsback, racketeering, that's like some old school thing. What, what is this racketeering? Here, play this clip. Question, in Fulton County, you've got the potential for a racketeering charge. That's not something people typically think about in the political lens. Uh, do you think that a racketeering charge will be brought and how would you
5: even expect an indictment like that to be alleged?
3: I don't know, because when I think of racketeering,
0: and it's funny, somebody mentioned this to me the other day. They said, racketeering is what they do for mobs. You know, that racketeering is an old school, old world thing. You don't associate that with the president.
2: You don't associate that with something where he had a a phone call with lawyers where he didn't do anything wrong. But what you have, again, is election interference. They're going to tie him up in litigation. They're going to tie him up in depositions and trials. All the way up to the 2024
3: election. That is yeah. interference. And, and do you think do it. you think
0: the Yeah, there are no depositions in a criminal case? That's not litigation. And also, I should note, I, I remembered as that clip just started to play. So like they make they don't even try to hide that these right wing networks are just like an arm of the MAGA Republican mm-hmm. Party. You've got and- Matt Gates is actually the host of the show.
2: Well, I was gonna ask you that. Since when is Matt Gates a member of Congress? The host on Newsmax. That's I mean, what they do there. I I have to, again, I have to just scratch my head in complete bewilderment and say, is there not something wrong with having Matt Gates as a host of a right-wing news program, Newsmax, isn't there something wrong with that? Is there some rule that may be against that? And Alina, for God's sakes, I got to be honest with you. She's so stupid. Honestly, when she goes on television, I don't care if it's Newsmax and she's playing to a crowd, you know, of of people that no matter what she says, as long as it's in defense of the Mandarin Mussolini. They sit there and they tap her, you know, they tap her on the back. Yay, go Alina, you're the best. Yeah, good for you. That's right, protect our Fuhrer. No, no, you sound so stupid, beyond stupid. But she's so, Ben, I got to be honest with you, she's so inconsequential. You know, I received from her yesterday on the um, on the appeal papers that I have in uh, to the Second Circuit on the case of Michael Cohen versus the United States government, Donald Trump, Bill Barr et al., the whole group of them. uh, I received papers, their opposition, their reply papers to our appeal. Now, there's no doubt in my mind she didn't write it. I know she put her name onto it, Um, but there's so many flaws In these papers, I spent about two hours today with my counsel going through the document. It's like 50-some-odd pages, Uh, so it took us a little bit of time. But there's so many flaws in their argument that they ignore uh, our papers. I can't waste my two-finger salute on Alina. It's just not worth it. Not when you have people who are in power. Not when you have people, again, like Marjorie Toilet Green that get up there and all she wants to do is continue to lie about joe biden to make up more and more stories and to continue this misinformation disinformation malinformation that the gop have concocted simply to you know to muddy the waters on joe biden's name in order to divert from what's obviously coming, and that is two more indictments against their supreme leader. So, on behalf of the political, on behalf of our brigaders, on behalf of you, Ben, and I'm going to do it for you no matter whether you like it or not, to Marjorie Toilet Green, fuck you, you stupid asshole. Just fuck you already. I mean, what is wrong with with her constituents, vote this stupid piece of shit out of office tomorrow. That she is a fucking embarrassment to our country, and she's an embarrassment to to humanity. I mean, the fact that she can get up onto the onto in the people's on our floor and lie with such impunity—it's like you know—I understand she's playing to a party of one. Well, number one, Marjorie, toilet. You are never going to be the fifth you'll never be the fourth or the fifth or the sixth Mrs. Donald J Trump as much as he would like to be you will never be that person you will also never be asked to be the vice uh, the vice president um, in this upcoming 2024 election should he end up becoming the nominee all right you're not going to be there. Will he give you a a cabinet position? Maybe, sure, because he doesn't care about the country. He doesn't care about getting things done. All he cares about is knowing that you will be there to back him up on anything and everything that he wants to do, regardless on whether it's unconstitutional, whether it's un-American, or whether it's just a complete Um, You know, a complete sham. It doesn't matter as long as you pledge your feet to him. And Lord knows you have done that. So for that, again, two fingers salute, asshole.
0: So I'm occasionally asked in emails. Hey, Ben, we really love the Midas Touch Network, but is there any chance that there could be a no swearing policy? And I go, respectfully, I'm, I'm not able to achieve that. I, 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 that's not That's not going to happen. And what I love about what you say is that that's just how Americans feel. Like what you just said should scare the crap out of all Americans as well, that, yeah, she'd probably get a cabinet level position. It is not beyond Donald Trump to put her as a secretary of state, to put her as the head of Homeland Security to put her in a major position like that. And this is someone who's posting the following. Like, let me show you what Donald Trump is posting right now over the past 24 hours, as it's increasingly clear that an indictment is imminent from special counsel Jack Smith and the grand jury in Washington, D.C. for 2020 election interference. It could happen at any moment. It could happen while we're live. It could happen in the next few hours. We know the grand jury returned on Tuesday, and it seems that the investigation has all but wrapped up. But this is how Donald Trump is responding. Here he's posting a, an account called Fruit Snacks that has a QAnon logo below his lapel pin. It says Q+. plus. On the bottom, and he's reposting QAnon. He's a posting a meme that says January 6th will go down in history as the day the government staged a riot to cover up the fact that they certified a fraudulent election. He's reposting this despicable meme by Fruitsnacks and this by Ted Nugent as well saying January 6th will be remembered as the day the government set up a staged riot to cover up the fact they certified a fraudulent election. You see on the top, reposted by Donald Trump, somebody who's this dangerous, who's reposting this. And the fact that large media networks, everyone else other than the Midas Touch Network, do not cover this on a daily basis, or they don't focus on it anywhere near the way they should. And I always say there was a time where if a politician spelled potato wrong or shouted woohoo the wrong way, that could be disqualifying right there because Americans said, hey, I, I don't want some of that. That may demonstrate potential for a lack of judgment and people would be disqualified. You have Donald Trump every day posting QAnon memes for a death cult and spreading (sighs) these heinous lies about the January 6th insurrection, heinous lies about the 2020 election. And going full circle in this episode, he's not just supported by the Republican Party, he is the Republican Party. And that is why we need to show images like this and just have conversations with Americans who haven't been familiar with the minus touch network and say, here's what he's saying. Like, this is just what's going down.
2: You know, there's so many things today that are so batshit crazy that we don't even know where to start, where to stop. We are all numb. We are numb from the stupidity that keeps coming at us day in and day out. So to those who are, for example, living in Florida with, with Governor Ron knows over there, here's the big problem. The big problem is he now wants to change, as an example, black history, the curriculum on black history. And you got to say to yourself, you're joking, right? I mean, history is the one thing that you can't change you can take, possibly change your future right like if you have a1c well then lay off the sweets right if you have a heart attack maybe you go to the gym or you know whatever it might be you could always look to the future but you can't change the past well they have now come up with a way to do this it is the most racist thing that you could imagine when you want to change black history oh yeah slavery was actually good for black people because it gave them certain qualities and benefits that they're able to use today. Now, what the hell he's talking about? Look, we all have our own imagination and there are thoughts that I have as to what he's thinking. But not only do I not know what Ron knows is thinking, I don't even want to try to put myself into his brain, into his head, because it is one very dangerous place to be. But this is the danger of the Republican Party today. Each one from Marjorie Toilet-Green to DeSantis, to Cruz, to Gates, to Hawley, you name it, each and every one, to Lindsey Graham, to um, Comer, to Jim Jordan. Think about it. Think about the craziness that these people are spewing on a daily basis that all it does is divide us as a country. All that this does is make us, you know, like uh, going back to the Civil War, but it's not its not uh, North versus South anymore. Now it's Republican versus Democrat. And this is going to become a big problem. It's going to become a war between the parties because that's what the Republicans want. They want to create a divisiveness, thinking that if they can actually win, if they can win and pull it off in 2024, they're going to rewrite our constitution they're going to rewrite you know laws to the extent that it's not only going to impede upon a woman's right to choose it's going to impede upon same sex marriage it's going to be interracial marriage it's going to be about history it's going to be i mean just the Look to see what is happening right now and understand that this is not by accident. This is all part of a master plan that's being designed by the Republican Party.
0: You know, our many days until the 2024 election We're 470 days out or so, and so maybe slightly less. So now is the perfect time. Well, the more perfect time would be yesterday, but now is the perfect time to share the Midas Touch Network with a friend, co-worker, colleague, family member, whoever. Share political beatdown. Just say, hey, these guys show the evidence. They show the facts. No pressure. Just why don't you watch an episode of them? Give them the full hour and and, and just see for yourself because we always want to be data driven here. And if it takes us 15 minutes to explain a document? We're gonna spend 15 minutes. There's no arbitrary cutoff like on the large media networks of how they do things. It's not just yelling at each other. We're gonna have a civil discussion. We're gonna be passionate when we feel passionately about issues but we're going to give you the facts here. So share this network right now with everyone. Share the political beatdown show with everyone right now. Most importantly, though, make sure you've got family members, friends, coworkers, colleagues who are registered to vote and will be voting for democracy right now. And that's the most important thing that they could be doing. And you have lots of time. So if you just started with one or two people, I mean, we have about 12 to 13 million people who watch the Midas Touch Network every 48 hours in terms of views. You know, these shows get, you know, millions of views as well on the beatdown. It's one of our most popular, if not the most popular show on the network. So, um, you know, make sure, you know, this community, this brigader community could be the difference here in this election. I mean it sincerely. If you start now one, two people, they tell one or two people, the impact is going to be millions of people and that could be the difference in the election right here. Um, and so you to me are the ultimate secret to political beatdown. So I think, yeah, I, I did mention this letter from, uh, uh, the department of justice to Jim Jordan. So I'll just highlight it for a second, but basically the department of justice said, look, you put these fake whistleblowers, um, who we showed earlier on Political Beatdown, these fake whistleblowers who are IRS agents who claim that the investigation into Hunter Biden was obstructed. And here the DOJ says, look, there was a Trump-appointed Republican prosecutor. He's He wants to testify. He knows the truth. He knows that these other people are lying. You know, the MAGA Republicans want to spread conspiracy theories. Oh, the Trump-appointed this person turned against Donald Trump. No. It's a Trump-appointed top prosecutor from Delaware who President Biden could have fired but didn't fire and left there. And the Department of Justice said his name is David Weiss. David Weiss will testify after August recess. Even though it's unusual while a case is still pending for that to happen, the public interest here is now so significant because y'all are just lying in the MAGA Republicans that David Weiss, the Trump appointee, is going to testify. So we'll keep you posted there. Cohen, final word from you.
2: Yeah, look, like I say all the time, thank you to everybody for um helping with the with the fund that's obviously still going on more importantly we need to ensure that everybody votes i can't say it enough and you know sometimes people get a little tired of oh, you know we said we heard you we heard you. Is the single most important thing. And, you know, I'm speaking right now to Ben. We're contemplating on finding a location that the two of us will end up doing something together live. And of course, our brigaders will be the first ones to know where, when, and so on. I'm thinking DC um, sometime in September. I think that we have a nice little march, a nice little gathering. It's important. We need to show who we are. We need to show our strength and we need to ensure that we continue to build the political beatdown, that we continue to grow our brigaders because our voice is going to need to be heard in 2024 in order to save democracy. It's so crazy the fact that we are on the precipice of losing democracy and together you know, I really do believe I have faith in in the brigade, and I really have faith in uh, in Ben and the Midas Touch Network and all the folks that I speak to on Maya Culpa. I do have faith that we will pull it off in 2024, but my fear is what if I'm wrong, and that's not a risk that I'm willing to take
0: well we have faith in you cohen we know you're going to be doing everything that you can do possibly to fight for our democracy i know you don't like this label but we definitely think you are a real american hero for what you yeah. did in history will look very kindly at you i know i'll get that in at the end and i know you don't view yourself that way but i want to thank the brigaders because i'll give the brigaders this the brigaders are the real heroes out there i want to thank you for watching this and for all the work that you do every day um, everybody out there who watches this to fight for our democracy. You know, the small things, the little things all add up to big things. And we know how hard it is that you're working every day, how you're supporting yourself and your family, the work you do for your community. And we just want to acknowledge all of you, the Brigaders for everything that you do for our democracy, for our country and making this community such an honor for us to be a part of this with you. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Make sure you're subscribed, um, not just to our YouTube channel, but also wherever audio podcasts are available, just whatever podcast service you use, just search political Beatdown," hit subscribe, leave a five-star review there. It goes a long way to help the show. I do
2: try to do the same thing with Maya Culpa and the other, uh, Midas touch network, um, podcasts. They're all fantastic.
0: We got Maya culpa. Cohen and I are going to have some big announcements there coming up. We have some other big announcements very soon that we're going to be bringing to you as well. And uh, you see on the bottom firewallfund.com where you can support Michael's legal defense fund from Donald Trump's $500 million lawsuit that he filed against Michael Cohen. Also check out Cohen's book, Revenge, wherever books are sold, wherever audiobooks are sold. It is an incredible, incredible read. Also incredible to download on audio. Just search for Michael Cohen, Revenge. Um, and other than that, go to store.midastouch.com for the best pro-democracy gear, 100% union made, 100% made in the USA. We got the official Maya Culpa podcast, Marilardo Correctional Facility shared. And for all of those also who became members of the YouTube, thank you. Now, if you want, you can gift people other memberships. You can ask to receive memberships. Again, we don't have outside investors, so that's one of the ways to build this platform. But again, no worries if you can't do that. Just share the show is the best thing so you can do. So then I have I'll just
2: one last thing I would like to say before we all sign off. You know that we come to you on Tuesdays and Thursdays at the 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time hour. I propose that when the next indictment on Donald Trump drops, that Ben and I will be seeing you live right here. So stay tuned. Follow us both, whether it's on Twitter, on Threads, uh, on YouTube, wherever it is that you can follow us, because we will make that. Once we hear that that indictment is dropping... Ben and I would like to bring it to you live, so stay tuned, follow us, and that way you could be here with us during this now third indictment, American history. Let's just call it that.
0: American history on the front lines of it with Michael Cohen, with the Brigaders. Thank you all. We'll see you next time on Political Beatdown. Shout out to the Midas Mighty.